to the quad. Welcome to the quad. Welcome to the quad. Merry Christmas from the quad. Welcome to the quad. What's up, you guys? I am on maybe three hours of sleep. Uh, this is the quad with Chris Young. As always, I am Chris. We got Haley the Bear. Same, I feel you. Ryan from Miami. Nope, unmute. You have to unmute yourself, Ryan. You'd think. We thought we'd learn this. Um, so, you know, I got a I got a beautiful message on LinkedIn just a few moments ago. I thought I'd share it with you guys. It was inspirational. The most important decision that you will ever make is whether you will accept the Lord Jesus Christ. I do. Oh, that's awesome. I was waiting for something sarcastic. Yeah, oh. I was like, then you're really sweet. Um, also, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays to everybody. And last but not least, with a stain on his shirt for some reason, producer Josh. I was uh, eating a quick lunch, and then I thought we were doing this via Zoom, so I thought I could crop it out of the photo, and then here we all were in the same room. So I was like, well, we should yeah. probably just do this for real. What were you eating for lunch? What are you? What were you actually? What were you? What are you wearing now that you were eating for lunch? Uh, it was some teriyaki chicken. There it is. Mm. Teriyaki, just you know, in a it's fit, the stain. In a fit of joy of eating the teriyaki <laughs> chicken, I decided to spray it all over the place, and it happens to the best of us. Yeah. What were you getting ready to say? If I had to be covered in anything, I'd like to be covered in teriyaki for the record. What were you? Gonna... <laughs> sure. Okay. I forgot what I was going to say. I'm distracted by teriyaki. Uh, yeah. No, it's all teriyaki chicken. No, um, I'm hungry. What's the poll? Oh yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, polls are really important, uh, and we do them uh, on our X account. It's uh, the Quad uh, with CY uh, new laptop. Have to log in. Um, oh, here it is. Okay, all right. So uh, the the hot take on the poll from last week was: Is the Lord of the Rings, the Fellowship of the Ring, a Christmas movie? An overwhelming, resounding majority. Of our 236 votes voted before they heard me explain why it is. Said no. 78% say no, it is not a Christmas movie. Now, I did try to do the research and find our previous poll, which asked, was Die Hard a Christmas movie? Uh, However, it was taking a significant amount of time to find that. But the people in that poll did vote yes so i'm a little bit confused here because josh did lay out some very interesting points to the contrary of why because because they vote they voted before they heard me lay out the points that's how no no it's not a christmas movie is that a high noon are you drinking (laughs) it's wow it's 4 30 his time (laughs) so it's 4 30 my time by the way today was my last official day of work prior to christmas so cheers everybody Well, uh, actually, it's a great way to segue into music. So let's go there. Music. Uh, If I sound just a little crispy, um, had a three show run in California and Vegas. We actually went to California, then back to Vegas, then to California and got literally no sleep. Flew out this morning, but because of the way the buses were going home so that they could get home quicker, uh, they dropped us off at the airport in Bakersfield where someone picked me up in a car service and then drove me to LAX. So always a good time when that happens. Fun uh, little drive down the 101. Well, I'm sure the guy thought we were 
crazy, but going from um, one airport to the other. Yeah, you know, whatever. <laughs> like you took the Uber to the wrong yeah, one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're like, oh, I got to catch my flight out of ba- Bakersfield. But, but then it was Crystal two, Palace. What was it two and a half hours? Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was a, uh, it was a good last run of the year. Got a chance to see not only a lot of fans, but also the Machado family. Uh, so that was really, really cool to catch up with them. Baby Tita got to go to her first concert and even made it on stage. Yeah. I was like, it, it was that awkward moment of, you know, a lot of people, when they have little kids, they don't they don't want them on camera or like photos on the internet or anything. And mm-hmm. I totally respect that and understand it. Um, and so I was looking at Austin and his wife and going like, yes, no, yes, no. <laughs> Do you want to go on stage? And they were like, looking at me like, what, what's going on? Yeah. Um, but it was really, really cool. And, uh, awesome way to close out the year. So big shout out to everybody that came to all three of those shows. Um, it was really, really amazing. So thank you very, very much for an incredible year. And uh, now it's Christmas. I'm I'm off until January. Essentially. It's exciting. Yeah. You know what else is supposed to be happening in January? What? When's your new record coming out? Not in January. What's happening near January? February? March? I'm not going to tell. April? I'm not going to tell. January? I'm not going to say. March? (laughs) I'm not saying. Um, But that is going to be really, really cool when that that comes. Will it be in Q1? Q2? Q3? It's Q1. Yeah. It's the first quarter. All right. Yeah. We got it. We got it. We got it. All right. More clues. Um, Also, big shout out to everybody listening to Young Love and Saturday Nights and my Christmas record. I was shockingly surprised at how many people because i would ask the audience the last three shows does anybody want to hear a christmas song and like especially the middle show in vegas no one wanted to hear a christmas song (laughs) like half of the crowd was like boo i'm like you can't boo christmas music but uh they did It was just very strange. I was like, when people booed Christmas music, that should I, be like I, a single sense. Yeah. Well, I, I also asked the question when that happened, I was like, well, how many people don't celebrate Christmas? And there's a lot of people that don't. And I was like, well, you guys are cool, but the other people booing Christmas music, I don't know what to do with you. So I played, I played some anyway. Yeah, you did. <laughs> For, yeah. First you said, ah, screw it. And then you're like, never mind. We're going to do it. Yeah. Is it because they don't have snow there? I like don't know, man. What is the humbug out there on the West Coast? I I do not know. But anyway, it is Christmas season. So in honor of that, for what are you listening to? For me, I'm going to go with um, something from the classic movie, Home Alone, Rocking Around the Christmas Tree. Got to go for it. Come on. The original. Obviously. Um, what do you got, Josh? I'm also doing an original Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer by Burl Ives. Yeah. The, the classic, classic, classic version. Well, then, if we're going to do that. It's Brenda Lee, by the way, just in case, because I didn't say. I don't want mm-hmm. people thinking that, like, I didn't know who sings that, but 
it seems like that one's fairly obvious because she's not like historically famous for singing that. But I'm going classic, <clears throat> old, and it's about hippos. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. I want a hippopotamus <laughs> for Christmas. Gail Peavy? Gala Peavy? Gala Peavy? How do you say her name? Sure. Gala. Gala. Gala Peavy. It's a little child. Not anymore, obviously. What's going to be great is when someone is listening to this playlist on Spotify in like April and then <laughs> that song comes on. It's just going to bring them so much joy in the middle of the spring. I mean, hippopotamuses would bring me joy too. Hippopotami? I love that. Hippopotamuses? What, if, if, Hippos? Well, in the song, she one time she goes, a hippopotamuses. <laughs> hippopotamuses. So we'll All right, Ryan, what do you got? My song is titled Christmas, but better known as Baby Please Come Home. It's one of my favorite tunes on your Christmas album. It's one of my favorite Christmas ah, songs of all time. On. This one, though, is going to be by Michael Buble, which is an elite Christmas album as well. All right. Well, we will go with that, and we will move on to sports. Let's go. I love Ryan trying to come after me in a group chat about the Dallas Cowboys getting beat by the Buffalo Bills when they actually scored closer to the Buffalo Bills than the Dolphins did when they played them. Because y'all got beat by 28. Yeah, but by my count, you scored 10 against the Bills and we scored 20 that would be you double got, the amount of you points that... by 28 and uh we did not and also it was a rain game which yours was not can we just can we just just settle the score i don't know let's say Next christmas week in yeah Miami? yeah let's do it let's do it <laughs> um go, also man. i i do want to say there's there's not really much good you can pull out of that game if you're a cowboys fan we got smacked it's happened to just about every team in the NFL. Oh, wait, it has happened to every team in the NFL so far, um, including the much-vaunted uh, 49ers whose territory I was in this weekend. And it was amazing how they just neglected to mention all those three straight losses they had. Um, but it's, uh, it's very, very interesting right now in the NFC, especially the NFC East, with Jalen Hurts possibly missing this game tonight. Um, Darius Slay is out. Um, and it's it's going to be interesting down the stretch because the, the Cowboys clinched. The Bills had to win that game. And they were at home, and it was in the rain. None of those are excuses, especially with how we defended the run. We just looked terrible. Um, they've got to fix that. I understand that we are built to play from – ahead and they scored twice first and that put us in sort of a hole but that defense can't do that that defense is too good to just give up some of the yardage they were giving up and it looked like they gave up by the second half so um yeah we'll see what happens what about your Chiefs? Are you worried, CY, about the road record for the uh, Cowboys? By the way, seven and zero at home, three and four away. 
from an AT&T stadium. Doesn't look like they're going to get the one seed or win the division. So you're going to have to win on the road in the playoffs. Hey, Ryan, what's your uh, what's your road record versus your home record for the Dolphins? Pretty similarly. To, are you, uh, are to you worried about your team because of the road record? No, I'm worried about I, I'm making not the because playoffs. they're playing the Cowboys at home this. I'm worried Sunday, about making the playoffs, which we have already done. The work that needs to be done for the Cowboys needs to be done in the postseason because that's the only thing that's going to shut any of the haters up. To beat the best, you got to beat the best. We're in the playoffs. Can't ask for more than that. See you there soon. Are you in the playoffs? See you there soon. Went on, went on Sunday in the are playoffs. You, are you See in the playoffs? Soon. See you there soon. <laughs> hey. Just uh, just because, obviously, I don't have too much to talk about. Remember when I said all the Bears fans were like, oh, we're going to the Super Bowl. We have a chance. we got to win out. And I was like, calm down, y'all. And then we bared against the Browns. No, you, sure. you literally had a, you, you had an opportunity to win at it on a Hail Mary. The ball was in your receiver's hands as his butt was on the ground, and it somehow popped out of his grasp into a Browns player's chest. There was, was also pretty, a pretty time hilarious. we should have kicked a field goal and all that other stuff. But you know what? I'm not surprised because Bears going to bear. I mean, you already have the number one pick. Yep. What more do you want in life, you know? Do you want to talk about the Chiefs? Sure. The Kansas City Chiefs defeat the New England Patriots 27-17 in New England. By the way, did not look like the defeat that you're making it out to be. The it Kansas was- City Chiefs beat the New England Patriots <laughs> 27-17 <laughs> after letting them back in the game when they were up 20-3 to at one point. Yeah. Um, Bailey Zaffy, buddy. Um, y'all cannot defend a cold right now. It doesn't look good. It's not. It's dirty wins for sure. A W is a W, and I'll take the W no matter what it looks like. Um, especially after last week, getting especially right now half a million dollars or whatever it was. For it's one hundred fifty thousand dollars. Okay. Hundred for Andy, fifty for for Pat. Um, yeah, takeaways. Uh, Patrick Mahomes hates Kadarius Tony, <laughs> and, and I I can't imagine. I really do think that this is probably we'll see Kadarius Tony maybe four or five snaps Kadarius, a game. Kadarius hands of Stony. Yeah, it. it <laughs> I think that the trust is completely lost. Tony had another one off of his hands into a, another defender's hands. I mean, it just. I think what's going to end up happening is it's going to be Rasheed Rice, Justin Watson, and then Jarek McKinnon will be our third wide receiver. I think that they will split, spread him out and yep. and have Pacheco in the backfield or Clyde Edwards-Hilaire in the backfield. I think that he's a more reliable target. He can catch passes. He knows where to go. By the way, that was great. Um, you dropping Clyde Edwards-Hilaire and then him immediately scoring touchdowns in fantasy football. Yeah, it's great. I love that. <laughs> I'm I fine love with, it for I'm, me. I'm fine with it. I'm surprised I, you had I am, him to begin with. I am stomping. Well, hold with, on. With a zero from one of my players, I am stomping Justin Nunley. Nunley didn't. Nunley had zero from three of his players because he didn't update his his lineup. Spe- I mean, speaking of, how is that even fair? Speaking, it's I know, fair. Getting into the playoffs and then that's the week that you decide not to set your lineup, yeah, Justin. No, I love it, Justin. Thank you very, very much. Get I out appreciate of here, but it. I must send you a. Awesome Christmas present. Thank the you, buddy. W, the W of the week goes to Nate Smith, who not only has the number one song on Billboard today, but also got his first W this weekend, <laughs> defeating Jeremy 103 to 79. Still starting Brett Maher, who is not even in the NFL. 
<laughs> Congratulations. Uh, that to is you. amazing. That is amazing. Oh, any given Sunday, baby. Let's go. Wow. Unbelievable. By the way, Josh, uh, I do. I, I just want to clarify because I believe the playoffs are two weeks yes, combined, are. right? For yes, both, both rounds. So, uh, both of you and I have had crap weeks in fantasy for the record. I had such a tough time deciding to start. Uh, Jalen Waddle or HN, you're very lucky that I sat Jalen Waddle on my bench because uh, that was a that was a huge mistake by me. But you are up by 40 points. Mm-hmm. I've got two players left to go. You can tell you're me up by I'm, 40, but Ryan, you can tell me I'm lucky all day long. I didn't start Laporta who had 28 points. I didn't start Chandler from Minnesota who had 24 points. Like you're twice as lucky that it's not over after this first week. Anyway, uh, I'll see. It's I'll gonna see be Chris in the final. final. It's yeah, okay. It's already in the final, though. Yeah, we're already. Oh you, wow! It's already oh, a cross oh, off. I, I'm sorry. Confidence. Uh, I would just like to remind all the listeners at home that don't know what we're talking about. We do a fantasy football league every year for the quad, and um, three yeah, of us. There, there is not a won. person anywhere near my point total for this week, and I had someone with a zero and someone with a minus one. So. See you in the finals, buddy. And I'll see you in the playoffs. See you in the finals, I'll see you in the finals, but uh, I have your team, I wanted your to do, Dallas Cowboys, to blame for half of that. Yeah. I, I wanted to do a quick true or false for the NFL. We've got three weeks left of the regular season, so I want to get your guys' thoughts, all, all three of you. True or false on a couple of things here. You all ready right, for make it? it? Make it quick because this, right. this is three the last one falses. of these for the year, so we don't want to make it a Three, a three true or falses. True or false. The Bills will make the playoffs in the AFC. True. True. Yep. False. Ooh. No, uh, I. They've got. Look at the rest of their schedule. I think that everything has to break correctly for them to do it. I think that uh, they miss it just by a hair. Okay. True or false? The MVP of the NFL this season will come out of the NFC. True. A hundred percent true. Yeah. True. Because right now, I don't care what happened last week. It's still Dak Prescott. What if? What if? Just I mean, playing. Brock up, Purdy's the odds-on favorite right now. Purdy's the favorite right now. <laughs> Dak is is uh, second place. Um, Bra- Third place. Uh, Purdy is no. Purdy is not the MVP. He's the odds-on favorite. Yeah, okay, right now you from can, every you can say odds-on and whatever the hell you want to do. The sports books all do this stuff. The odds-on favorite most of the time does not win the MVP by the end of the season when you've got four games, three games left to play. Um, especially when it's this tightly contested. It's not like he's a runaway favorite. Also, I think he's going to get his vote split with McCaffrey. I think he's doing the smart thing by deferring to McCaffrey in interviews, which makes people like him more. I think he's playing the long game. That's great. They still lost three games right in the middle of the season, guys. Everybody keeps forgetting this. They think that they're like an undefeated team and that Brock Purdy is some powerhouse. He's not. Sure, but the the Cowboys have lost four. Like that's not you're you can't base enough. I completely agree. But you know the four they lost, one of them was the fault of the defense, which is this past week. Um, you could also say that Dak underperformed, but why they have him doing a five-step drop and throwing on third and one in a rainy game, I cannot tell you. Doesn't make sense. It makes no sense. However unlikely, if somehow the Chiefs got to the one seed in the AFC, would Patrick Mahomes wrap no. it up? No. Because then he would, have done it. he would have done it with a very public, terrible wide receiver core. I, it doesn't matter. 
The, well, he, his numbers, and unfortunately, it does come down to numbers in this game, right? It does. It's not just win total. It's the numbers that you put up. He doesn't have them. Well, and I also think his outburst would shade people away from that. I don't know if, if they can somehow do it. It'd be interesting. I don't think he's going to win it, but I'm I'm just saying the narrative could exist. That's all. I don't I don't think he's going to. I think Brock Purdy's going to win it. Him melting down like that on the sideline was childish, and I understand why he is upset. I do, but that's just one of those things you cannot do. You can't do it. And especially when he walked up to Josh Allen, knowing that the cameras are on him, and Josh and him know each other, right? Yeah. They're they're friends. Mm-hmm. But dude, you can't still be complaining about it to the other quarterback when you're supposed to be shaking his hand and just saying good game. That's why they teach you to do that when you're a kid. I think that we are just we're in, take the L. we're in it we're in a more media centric uh, world because Brady used to do this stuff all the time, and people look the other way. Um. Brady used to complain he didn't get to the point where his own teammates were having to hold him back and then he got fined and he walked up to the other quarterback and was complaining about the refs to the other quarterback at the end of the game. No, it was he, it he, was he stacked all those things on top of him and I'm sorry I know you're a Chiefs fan but everybody has Taylor Swift fatigue that's an NFL fan and not a music <laughs> fan right now. So it, it's not helping him. It's really not. That's not his fault and not anyone's fault. It's it's his teammate. And there, so. are, there are plenty of clips of, of Brady like chasing after refs and yelling at them after the game. So the, Yes, but not the other quarterback. Okay. I'm just saying, man, you, I think you've never is... seen Dak do that one time. Okay. I agree. I'm not arguing it. I don't I've think he's going to do it. Game either. What's that? I've never seen Dak win a playoff game either. Yeah, you have. You're an idiot, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> You're a sports analyst. and you don't know that Dak's actually won a playoff game? Come on, man. I'd be one more than any of You're my just mad. quarterbacks. He is trying to wind me up so Literally. bad because we're playing next week. Literally. Okay, Jesus. last last question. Last true or false. Tyreek Hill will break Calvin Johnson's single-season receiving record, which stands at 1964. Tyreek is at 1542. In 16 games three or games 17? 16 games or 17? Yes, yeah, 17. 17, so no, games 17 is a possibility. 17, yes, 16, no. All right. That was your true and false. I, I think he would be a lot closer to breaking it in 16 if he hadn't missed this week. So it does that go into play now when you talk about records now that there's one more game? Nope. It won't. It won't. No. Nope. They just want to run the numbers up. But but most people will argue it's, it's like the NBA is, is is discussing cutting down the season to 76 or 72 games, right? This will then ensure that a lot of the scoring records, et cetera, will never be broken because you get an extra, let's say, 10 games per season times yep. LeBron's 25 years at that point. It's like, okay, this is way more games and way more attempts than any other person can do in that, in that time frame. Yeah. All right. Let's go to movies. Movies. Ah, the Muppet Christmas Carol rated G very first time in a long time. We've had a rated G movie. G for great. Uh, 1992 musical slash comedy. Hour and 25 minutes. Straight to the point. Really well done. Fun for the whole family. And uh, 
<laughs> starring Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Which I completely forgot. That's who Scrooge played Scrooge. Yep. Until I started watching it, I'm like, oh, Alfred, no. <laughs> no, Alfred, don't do it. Um, I was also on a late night show with him one time. One of the the performances I got to do, Michael Caine. It was, was Michael Caine? On set. Yeah. That's incredible. Um, incredible actor. I, I love this. And even though, yes, the songs are a little cheesy, especially by today's standards, I love it. I love this. I could not bear through the songs. Fast forward. You could not bear it? I could not. Bear it. Again, I've never <laughs> I've never been a Muppet a Muppet fan. I guess <laughs> Stop it! Just <laughs> enjoy I, Christmas, okay? I, I just I had to fast forward through all the songs because that was just I just wanted to pull my hair out trying to listen to those songs, just saying. See, for me, it's not Christmas until I can watch that movie. Like, there's a handful of movies that, like, are absolute must-check-the-box in order for it to feel like Christmas time, and that's one of them. I'd rather watch yeah. any other Scrooge movie than The Muppet. Muppet's Christmas. Oh, come on. I forget how ca- I forget how catchy these songs are, and I caught myself. Like, there's so many that you don't remember, like, and then they just pop right back into your, your memory as you're singing them. Thank you, it's it also, it is kind of crazy to me how many, like in these voiceover artists, how many different characters they are, they are doing voiceovers for within, you know, this film specifically, like Frank Oz is Miss Piggy and Fozzie Bear. Like, you know, Steve Whitmore is Rizzo the Rat and Kermit the Frog and Bean Bunny. Like there's so many different, there's so many voiceover artists that are doing so many different characters. It's just kind of crazy to see the talent in that as well. That's true. All of those are facts, spitting facts right here on the quad. Yeah, Michael Caine's only voiceover is Scrooge. I like that. Stick to your guns right there. <laughs> he doesn't just need to do anything uh, else. Yeah, I was going to say. As and it's, it's also not a voiceover. That's just, it's just him talking. It's just him. <laughs> right. Correct, correct. Um, no, I, I love this. Got me in the Christmas spirit. I ended up watching like three Christmas movies. And then <laughs> I was like... Okay, maybe I, over Christmas, and I, I over Christmas, and then uh, I I watched a horror movie and was like, nope, back to Christmas movies. <laughs> so I went straight back to that. Um, but pretty incredible, love it. I, it's a yes for me for this one. This was just a classic. I'll probably never watch it again. <laughs> Unreal. So weird. I can't. I can't do it. I was never a Muppet person. You, who likes animals, doesn't like <laughs> the, Muppets. the Muppets. They're not animals. They're puppets. Oh, yeah? What's Kermit? A puppet. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm also... Have you seen Team America? They're also puppets. <laughs> That's a much different movie. Okay, but that is, that is different. I'm also scarred by the Kermit the Frog TikToks that come across where he's oh, talking okay. on a yeah, chat. Yeah, thing. yeah, stop yeah, it, yeah. Stop, it. stop. We're not going there. We're not going down that particular rabbit hole. Um, um, not playing that game of roulette. If you know yeah, what I mean. yeah. That's a uh, yeah. Okay, so uh, we're not going to pick a movie because we are going to take a couple weeks off after this. It's the holidays. It is the holidays. Um, but we we'll still need to talk about a movie when we come back. Yeah, we will. We'll we'll announce it on on socials. Okay. When we decide what it's going to be. 
but we uh we take a couple weeks of hiatus uh from the quad and um i really hope that everybody has an amazing holiday season you get to be with your family get to see your loved ones and uh in the spirit of that this will be our final hot take for the year All right. I know someone else is going to pick this, so I'm going to go first. Because uh, if I didn't, I feel like I would miss out. This hot take is the best movie, Santa Claus. And for me, there's only one option. While I love... The original of this movie. Yes. 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 It's got to be. Yes. He does the best two-year run of movies ever. Oh, my God. <laughs> Miracle on 34th Street. Richard J. Attenborough. Fudge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Richard Attenborough. <laughs> and I'm sorry. Like, they, they brought up something. And I watch this every year, but I completely, like, blanked on this since the last time I'd seen it. Um, one of the best scenes in this movie is just where he is speaking to the deaf girl mm-hmm. in ASL. A subtly incredible oh flex. Oh my god. It it is incredible. It is incredibly touching and he just nails it. I mean the, the British accent, the grandfatherly posture, I, the beard. Oh man. Richard yeah. Attenborough pulls off from ninety three Jurassic Park all the way through Miracle Miracle on thirty fourth Miracle. Miracle on thirty fourth Street. What a run. What a run. It is it is a run. What a sure. year. What a year for him. Mm, love it. But yeah, it's it's got to be it, it's got to be Richard Attenborough for me. Yep. Cosign. Ryan, Go ahead, Ryan. You got a funny look on your face. I feel like you've got a dark horse coming into this one, so come on. Nope, I have the dark horse. Uh- I'm I'm not going to go with the dark horse. In fact, I'm going to go with who I grew up as my childhood Santa Claus. And it would be from the movie we featured last week here on the quad. That would be Tim Allen in the Santa Claus. Once he morphs into character, I don't think there is a more warm, fuzzy, likable, enjoyable Santa Claus on the planet. So Tim Allen in the Santa Claus is my pick. Except allegedly by some of the people that were working on set with him. Allegedly. You know. Is it more than allegations at this point? I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't allegedly, know. I don't want to know. I just allegedly, I want to pretend allegedly, like. Yeah. I, allegedly. I pretend like that it was great. Yeah. Last year, I saw a whole new kind of Santa Claus. <laughs> and. <laughs> I don't worry. I going. am. Is it the strip club? Uh, obsessed uh, with this Santa. And you know what? I would rather have this Santa come down the chimney and be there in case there's thieves, robbers. And he's just cool because he's a badass. And it's by far the most badass Santa Claus out there. And I think he's the best Santa Claus out there. I'm going with David Harbour from Violent Night. I do love me some David Harbour. <laughs> David Harbour is pretty awesome. <laughs> That was an awesome movie. If you didn't see it, you need to go watch it. Well, okay. If you're about, if uh, yeah, not a child movie. It's 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 violent. Um, it's more violent than Die Hard. <laughs> so let's put it that way. But he is the best Santa Claus there is out there. All right. So those are your picks for the very final poll of the year. I need you guys to go vote on this before we get to the holiday. Richard Attenborough, 
David Harbour, Tim Allen. Take your pick. Who is your favorite movie, Santa? Thank you guys so much for listening to The Quad with Christian. This has been an amazing year. We love you guys. Thank you for all the support. We're coming back next year with bigger and better things. And as always, from Ryan, Josh, Haley, and myself, we love you. Merry Christmas. And we're out. Josh beat me to it, but on three, do you want to give everybody a Merry Christmas from all of us? Yeah. All right. Let's break it down. One, two, three. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Merry Christmas. I bad on that.